BizQuick podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Corey and Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Hello and welcome to Biz Quick. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. <laughs> I like it when you get sing-songy. That I never don't. happens. I know. I'm that was me trying to make fun of you. I know it was. I know what you were doing. Yes. I can I can I can see it in your face when you're making fun of me. Yes. What are we talking about today, Corey? I don't know. This is your show, Julie. This is my show. This is my show. This is my company. I I am the boss of SB Pace. Then Start the show. <laughs> All right. Today's show, we don't have a guest. It's just me and Corey. That's correct. Or is it Corey and I? What's the proper way to say that? It's just me and Corey. That's what I if thought. Because if you cut my name out of there, you wouldn't just say it's just I. Right. But I, I think you would say it's just Corey and me. You can go either way. Because I think you're supposed to say the other person's name first. It doesn't matter. Grammatically, though, it's me. Yeah. Well, that I, I knew. Yeah. I knew so it was So you got me. it correct. All right. Bonus point for me. We're starting on a high yeah, note today. This, this show is apparently about grammar. It is not about grammar. Yeah. This show is about supporting small businesses, and it is about reviews and how important they are, and it's about people, like, stop asking for discounts from your friends or family, small businesses, and pay full price. You don't go to Target and ask for a discount. You might use a coupon, but... You don't go in and ask, hey, can I get a discount on that? Unless you're savagely cheap. And they would probably just laugh at you. And there are plenty of people out there, I'm sure, who have tried to figure out a way to game the grocery stores and the big box stores and mm-hmm. all of that type of stuff of the world because there, I'm sure there are ways to do it where with returns or coupons, double coupons, quadruple coupon days. I Is that know. a thing? Probably. I don't know. Do you use coupons? I don't. And not because I'm ashamed or don't want to use them. I forget to bring them to the store with me. So like when I go to like <laughs> the grocery store is the only place that I go. Kroger. Like when you check out, they print hey, off. Hey, Roger. Like, no, it's just Kroger. And it's just one of them. Not Kroger's people. I'm not going to Kroger's unless you're going to multiple Kroger's. It's Kroger. Singular. Anyway, it's a person's name. And the... You sure it's not K. Roger? 100%. <laughs> Anyway, like when you check out, they print off coupons for you. Oh, on the back of your receipt? No, just like they've got a little coupon printing machine. Oh. So if you use your, your loyalty card and it prints off a coupon and then you get to come, oh, look, I can use that. And then I put it down and then I just forget that it even exists. And it's, you know, it, it, it's something that I just, I forget to bring into the store. But yeah, I also have probably about $30 worth of glass milk uh Bottles. Jug bottles yeah, that yeah. I needed to return to collect the uh, deposit deposit on, and I um, just keep forgetting to take them. So, well, those make good drink bottles. Sure, but they're also worth two dollars a piece that I can just take back and get like thirty bucks. But I keep forgetting to do it. Oh, I think I have a couple of those at my house too. Perfect. This podcast is awful, by the way. Let's get back into. It is not awful. Sure this is, is interesting information. Let's get back into supporting small businesses. Let's do it. Um, but the uh, yeah the discounts that's always a fun thing because people expect especially when a friend or a family has a small business that they're going to get a 
friends and family discount. Mm -hmm. And almost every small business out there has a friends and family discount for that reason. Mm -hmm. And it really doesn't make sense for the reason that you just said, like it's, uh, or not really, but it's, you would expect that you should pay full price when you're supporting a friend or a family member. Correct. And especially with me going into restaurants, everybody expects to get hooked up. Like even if you don't really know the person, it's just a regular that kind of comes in, they expect special treatment. And it's, it's a, it's a fine line that you have to walk because you, you want those regulars. You want the people constantly coming in. You want them because they're going to tell their friends their their consistent revenue. I mean, in a restaurant, that's the only real source of uh, recurring revenue that you have is your regulars. And I'm thinking through that deeply because isn't recurring revenue every time you sell food yes. just to a customer? But like I'm saying recurring revenue in the sense of for us, like if we get uh, somebody to buy uh, one of our coaching programs. We get oh. paid every single month, and we know that we're going to get paid every single month. Oh, because right, 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 yeah. Recurring revenue. And so, like, you know that this this couple, this family comes in every Thursday night. You know that, like, it's not that you're really putting that into the budget, but you know that that's going to be business that you consistently have. The servers count on those tips because they know that family X is coming in or this person's coming into the bar, and I'm gonna, I know that I'm going to be able to sell – however many drinks to this guy and he's going to tip me well on it. And so in that regard, there, there is that I can understand because we've all been restaurant patrons and we've all, I'm sure been regular somewhere where you walk in, you're like, hey, it's really nice to sit down and they already have my drink ready for me. I know the bartender's name, etc. So um, I can see where that comes from. You know, I, you don't go to target and make friends with the cashier well, I do, but most people don't. <laughs> yes. And you don't go to like, oh, well, my cashier's working today. I better go to Target. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, you know, can I take a funny side detour? Sure. Well, it's funny to me. I, I think it'll be funny to our listeners. I don't know if it'll be funny to you. I probably won't laugh. Probably not. I was a regular once in my life. That's it? At the sports book in Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas. I was there so much that I felt like Norm from Cheers when I walk in the walk into the room. They'd be like, Julie! And it was so funny. I was just thinking about this the other day that I had been gambling there literally for years and had been, you know, I'd go in and I'd go to Vegas for like a week and I'd spend like a just an obscene amount of time in the sport book. Sportsbook, what else would you do, right? I'm watching, it's like bowl season, it's playoffs, whatever. I'm watching the games. I, I and, and it's at the Planet Hollywood Sportsbook that I meet Aaron Rodgers' parents, right? Okay, so I'm, now I'm hanging out with them, and I partied with them for a while, and they're really cool. But anyway, they're the ones who taught me after, like, years of going there that when you place a bet and if you have a push, you take your ticket back up and you get your money back. I, you know how many pushes I threw away? Are you serious? I had no idea. Jesus. I know. What a moron. What a maroon. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> I know. But, well. You kind of laughed, though. Yeah. But, and a casino is, is a place where you can get special treatment. Uh-huh. Which is great. That's always fun. 100% it is. I guess at one time I was kind of a regular at Whole Foods, too. When I would travel to Richmond all the time before I lived here. And I traveled for work. I would go to the Whole Foods out in the West End, a short pump, and one of the cashiers knew me, so she's always like, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah, one of one of the ways that you can know that you're spending too much time on the road was um, years ago when I was flying all the time. 
the only bar in town where I was a regular was the bar at the Richmond airport. The <laughs> yeah. only place in town where I knew the bartenders. They knew what I drank. <laughs> they knew that they knew the whole deal. What's and, funny is when we went to Vegas this past summer and we went to that bar at the Richmond airport before our flight and you were like, oh, I wonder if so-and-so is working, whatever the bartender's yeah. name was. And sure as shit, that bartender was still working there. She was, yeah. <laughs> and she probably still knew my drink. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we need to take a quick break, um, and then we'll come back, and we'll actually talk about supporting. Yeah, because I'm not sure what we accomplished in this half, Absolutely other than just nothing. fun conversation. I wrote zero notes down, so. Fantastic. All right, perfect. We'll be right back. With so many things competing for our attention these days, efficiently acquiring and retaining customers is critical for small businesses. And that's why we launched Certivium, the newest business from the SB Pace team. Certivium is a business created specifically for entrepreneurs who need a hand with customer service, customer engagement, and social media management. We are an affordable option that any small business looking to grow needs to help maintain the most important part of their business, their customers. Find out if Certivium is right for your business at certivium.com. Welcome back to the show. Today you've got just me and Corey. And now we are actually going to get down to business and talk about things that matter. Heck yes, we are. Although we do like story time. We do, but, you know, we need to talk about uh, testimonials and getting feedback and supporting small businesses. We should probably stay away from that topic because we we really just got way off track. on The, the supporting small businesses? Yes, well, yeah. all of this sort of light goes into supporting small businesses, right? So generally when you think about this, right? So we talked a little bit about discounts on the front end you know people you would go to target and pay full price at target or at k roger or wherever wegmans and you would pay full price you wouldn't even think about asking for a discount but when a friend or family member has a dent has a business you ask for a discount you expect a discount you want a discount and it's so backwards because it's the friends and family members that you should be paying full price to sure and i don't like, I don't personally expect a discount when I go anywhere mm-hmm. um, just because I I know what it is to be a small business owner. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice, but I also, like, I, like if I go out to eat or go out to drink and uh, and for whatever reason I happen to know the, the bartender or something, and they're like, oh, I gave you a discount. I'm like, I don't want you to give me a discount. I want to pay full price. Right. Like, it's, it's nice that you're doing that, but it, it's one of those things where, like, I, I know what it's like to be a business owner and – Every single thing that gets given away or discounted or whatever, I mean, that's just money that's not going in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's the business owner who's doing it, that's a whole other thing. And even then, it's, but it's still like, come on. Like, I know you got bills to pay. Just, yeah. Like, pay the full price and, and everybody's happy. And one thing that I want to note on there about that, especially when it comes to restaurants, just a little tip out there for the BizQuick Nation. If you happen to get a discount on your bill, if somebody doesn't charge you full price I if know they give you a going. discount you tip on the full price of what you should have paid so mm-hmm. if you if your bill's 100 bucks and they give you a 10% discount and it's now $90 you still tip on that $100 correct so just just remember that everybody yeah yeah and you know i just think think twice before you're asking a small business owner for a discount or for something for free because that's truly like it's so backwards. That's 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 their bread and butter. That's how they're surviving. And you're, you know, you just, you got to pay. And just think about if, like, just some random person walks in your house and it's like, hey, can I have this soda? Why? Just because I want it? 
No, like, like I, I don't know. Like it, that always bugs me. And that's uh, the, there's like a cultural part of that. And especially if you, if you deal with um, deal with, if you have some people like from countries where uh, negotiating bargaining is a thing, mm-hmm. that's always annoying when you're a small, like, well, how about I buy this and this and you give me it. like, no, that's not how this works here. Like, we have set prices, and, and that's the set price. <laughs> yes, exactly. How about if I buy two tacos, you give me nachos for free? No, absolutely not. Right, right. Yeah, that's not how it works. Unless that's the deal for the day, buy two tacos and get free nachos. That sounds like a good deal, though. Yeah. Not yeah. one that's likely to happen. Okay, so we now know don't ask for discounts and for don't ask for free shit. Pay full price. Tip well. So now, what are things that people can do to support small businesses that don't really cost them anything reviews feedback speaking words. of reviews bizquick fans yeah y'all come on we i know that we have more than 44 listeners that's all the reviews we have on apple and you can now review us on Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. As long as you listen to at least five episodes, I believe it is. Spotify, they actually track it and make sure that you're a listener before they let you review. But giving reviews is, it, it's so, it's helpful. It's I, I don't even, like how people don't understand this. Like it is, it's important to do it. And that goes for podcasts, that goes for restaurants, that goes for anything that you purchase online that goes for Google reviews, all of those things, like any, it costs you 60 seconds right? to go in and say, this product was good. I give it a four out of five. This is a pro. This is a con. You don't have to do that much. You can just say four, five, whatever it is. Well, the other thing too is a lot of times, you know, if you're buying stuff off of Amazon, when you get the email that says, Hey, will you, you know, you got this product. What did you think of it? That's a small business owner asking for feedback and a review. You should you should do those. Even if they're selling their product on Amazon through an Amazon store, they're still a small business owner. And you really, like, giving those reviews helps them get more sales. Reviewing a podcast or a radio show helps people get more listeners, which ultimately leads to revenue. It's really, it's important. And on the flip side, if there's something that you didn't like, that negative feedback is also helpful. We like to call that constructive feedback. Negative is a hurtful word, I don't care. The (laughs) negative feedback is helpful as long as you're not being a dick about it. But the the honest feedback of I I like this, I didn't like this, or here's all the reasons why this isn't good, that's that if you are a small business owner who actually cares about that type of stuff, there's a chance for you to improve your business. Mm -hmm. Now, you can't win them all. You can't make everybody happy. So there's somebody, you know, there's a chance that somebody's just being a a grumpy Gus out there, but that's is right. That, is I, that, I said grumpy is, Gus. Is that new? He made himself laugh. Everybody. Yeah. He's laughing at himself right now. Um, but the you, you can't please everybody. So if you're doing the best and you know that this person had the best experience based upon whatever you sold them, then you can't, you know, if you can't please them, that's fine. But for the most part, it's a chance to improve. Right. And, you know, what's interesting is, one of my um, favorite podcasts that I listen to all the time during the NFL season because it's a gambling podcast. They um, they just recently ran this really um, this kind of unique promotion for getting reviews where they were like, "Go out, give us give us the negative feedback." They specifically were like, "Go review us." Now we still want you to give us five stars so you don't drop our rating. But tell us where we suck, because we're going to take all that and we're going to make big changes. We're going to we're going to improve the show. 
and they got flooded with reviews so that and everybody gave them five stars but then also told them all the ways that they suck and they're like all right here and then they went through and they said here's the feedback we got these are the changes that we're going to be making on the show and it was actually pretty cool i was like that's a smart yeah smart, that's a smart move you get yeah. a bunch of five star reviews and constructive feedback negative we like to call it negative okay feedback. that's what we call it constructive <laughs> yes. you get ideas yes. to improve your business you do get ideas to improve your business which is it's important right yeah so here's a question for you julie if you're if you're reviewing reviewing if you're searching for something whether it's on amazon or google or, or anywhere on the internet and you're looking at reviews mm -hmm. and there's a star review so let's just generic let's say out of five star review mm -hmm. what's your threshold for not using a product okay or I, service i actually have a system for this on amazon i will look at the reviews if i'm not really sure of the product right i'm like okay i don't know so i'll look at the reviews and i always look at the total number of reviews i look at the five star reviews i look at the one star reviews and i look at the three star reviews and i'll probably read like i look at the total number but the ones that i really pay attention to are really the three star reviews where they're giving sort of like this is the reason i only gave you three stars what i have found is that most people are assholes that they're giving negative reviews that for really dumb reasons right and a lot of people like look we've all bought something and it's been damaged or defective and if you reach out to the manufacturer or, or whoever you know the the supplier and you tell them like hey i just bought this frying pan and the handle broke on it or whatever it is like most sellers want to make it right and so to me if if i buy your product and it doesn't work like i think it's supposed to and i reach out to you through email or phone or whatever and say hey bought it it's not great can you help me out and you make it right i'm not leaving i'm leaving you a better review because you handled it i'm not I don't, there's the other part of it is not necessary or i could say i had a pro i bought it had a problem they re issued a replacement without question it's great, right? So a lot of people are like, I'm only given one star because, and it's like, oh man, y'all are like just like babies. You successfully dodged the question though. What's your threshold oh. for on a five star that you won't even bother to look at the product or the service? No, I don't, I don't like where. So like you put, you're, you're searching for gutter repair in Richmond, Virginia. Sure. If somebody has a three-star rating, are you going to even bother looking at that business? Oh, I well, I think there's some other factors that go into play there, right? So, I, one, how many different services am I comparing it against? Is there like, right? Because I don't necessarily four and a half stars, Corey. There you go. That's the answer <laughs> I wanted. Okay, four and a half stars. Okay, four and a half. What's yours? I think mine's probably closer to four, maybe 4.1. Yeah. Um, it's definitely going to be in the fours. Anything below a four, I think, is unacceptable. Also, it really depends on what it is. Like, if it's a dentist, five. If you don't have a five-star, I'm not, you're not getting my business. Which is funny because if you think about it, on a five-star, like a five, you know, one out of five rating mm -hmm. system, three is average. Three is they, they delivered what was expected. Five should be above and beyond. Yeah, I don't want an average person in my mouth. Uh, understandable. That's what she yes. Said. 
understandable. <laughs> but like when it comes to any product or service, like realistically, yeah. like a three, like shouldn't be that bad because it's just like this. If I'm ordering um, almonds off of Amazon because mm-hmm. I want to roast my own almonds for some reason. Do you do that? I do every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, save a ton of money that way. But the um, <laughs> do you salt them? Yes. Okay. But uh, the like you're just getting almonds. Like it, I shouldn't like be wowed, like blown away, and like I want to like call my friends and tell me about this awesome experience I had with this almond company that I bought ten pounds of almonds from on Amazon. It's just I just find it hard to believe that you're going to call anybody and tell them about an awesome I won't, experience but, you had but, with anything. I won't, but like that's one of those things where it's like if you if you shouldn't be ashamed of a three, but we just live in this world now where every like if it's not a five, if it's not a four, it's not mm-hmm. worth it. And like I mean, I I get I kind of get that, but we just need to understand that we've shifted that bar where like five is has met and maybe slightly exceeded my expectations, and then everything else is kind of below that. Yes. Which, yeah. So then brings up the next question, your advice to small business owners. So let's say I go out and we've got Julie's gutter repair and you've got a 3.8 rating. Mm -hmm. Why haven't you addressed that? And why should you address that? Well, first off, I would address it, right, if I had a 3.8 rating. Um, But should you, yes, and how should you address that? one, and we've given this guidance to clients before, right? You're going to get bad reviews. Everybody does. We, I mean, we were happy when we got something less than a five on our podcast because it sort of legitimized what we were doing. But if you are getting, if you have bad reviews, wherever they are, like respond to them, respond to it publicly to say something as simple as, Hey, I'm going to message you privately or I'm going to call you or I'm going to email you so that we can make this right. So now everybody sees that you have responded to it. You're not ignoring it, but you're also taking that fight offline, right? Cause you don't want to get into like a pissing contest with a, with a really upset customer who's just looking to like troll you and make your life miserable and then fix it. And then, Make sure one of the fastest ways to fix having crappy reviews is to make sure that you ask, well, first off, deliver good products and service. But second, make sure you ask every customer or client to give you a review so that you can replace and keep stacking up those good reviews. That's the the big key right there is just constantly getting reviews because not only does it build credibility because you have less, you know, if, you're, if your business has nine reviews on Google, Google, my business, that's nothing. Mm -hmm. But if you have 90, that's much better. So, and you can bury those bad reviews because there's going to be the, the haters out there. I mean, we were working with uh, some dentists here in town and we were looking at reviews and my, actually my dentist, the dentist that I go to, and we were looking at their reviews and they have one, one star review on Google, my business. And I went and read it and they, the person who gave him the one star review picked the wrong dentist they picked a dentist that was like five miles away from their actual dentist and gave them a negative. They didn't even know which dentist they went to, and they gave the person a negative review, which is hilarious. And I know that because they called it out. They're like, Dr. So-and-so was terrible and his staff. And I'm like, that's not even the right office. You're an idiot. But they have to live with it. You can't get rid of it. You can't get rid of it. You so, But that's okay because you just you need to really like just just handle it. Just 
handle it. You don't have to delete them. It's they, everybody gets bad reviews. They, I mean, everybody gets bad reviews because there are a lot of miserable people in the world. So the important thing is leave a review. And I was going to say it, it, it seems very unlikely when you look at some business and they only have five star reviews when I don't trust it. I don't trust it either. Like it, uh, if you, if you haven't pissed off somebody, you haven't sold enough of whatever it is that you're selling. Because, like we've said numerous times, you can't please everybody. You cannot. Yeah. Should we leave each other reviews right now? You want to give me a review and I'll give you one? Five stars. <laughs> I know there's no way in hell Five stars. <laughs> Five and a half. There's no way you're giving... This is... I was mean to you earlier in the podcast, so this is me being nice. You were mean to me Probably. Earlier? I don't know. I don't feel like you were. But anyway, I'm told that I'm not supposed to be mean anymore. I did not say that to you. I said, could you stop hitting? <laughs> oh, I thought you said hating. <laughs> no, I said hitting. Gotcha. Okay. And we're, I'm kidding, people. He does not hit me. He does not hit me. Hate, though. <laughs> this is, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I, yeah. All right. I said mine. Oh, yeah. Well, I wanted you to use more words. 10 out of 10. <laughs> sure. All right. Ah, I I'm gonna I will give you four point nine eight. Perfect. I'll take it. Yeah. That's realistic. That is realistic. Yes. Yeah. Um but before we go, uh what else do we have to talk about? Well, we talked about oh, one other thing that you can do that easily help that is easy to do, takes seconds and literally can it makes a big difference is share social posts. It's free. You share them. It lets other people in your network know about your friend or family member's business, and it, it might give them an opportunity to make some more revenue or get some sales. So, so share the share the social posts if you're on social media. Yes, and should people engage with uh, the business as well? So, yeah. uh, I know very little about social media, as we all know, and the like and the only really like social like the social media platform that I pay attention to that we have is Instagram because that's the only one that I have the password saved on my computer for mm-hmm. um so that's the only one that I can really access mm-hmm. and I've noticed that we'll we'll put a post up and then it'll there'll be like a bunch of icons with numbers next to them which I'm assuming is like likes and whatever mm-hmm. very few actual comments in there there's like the smiley faces and stuff but like should people be engaging the businesses like with actual words. It definitely helps the logarithm if you do, if you if you if you comment on it and, and can get some conversation going. So I, any engagement is 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 a positive. So right. yeah, they should be doing that. Okay, well you heard it first, folks. Corey says engage with people on social media. That, is, did that hurt? Yes. How do you, how do you well, do no, it doesn't. I don't. I don't. Do I'm, you need to wipe, wash your mouth out? I'm now? not the one who's engaging. So <laughs> yes, correct. You, you engage, and our companies will engage, and I will not be involved with this. You will not be involved with it at no. all. All right. Any final words that you want to say? Do you want to say go review our podcast? I will when I get to that part of our outro. Oh, okay. Let's do it. So Let's do the anyway. Outro. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Corey. You were a wonderful partner. Uh, I know. Thanks. Anyway, thank you to our listeners. And anything that you need to know about us is going to be in the show notes. Yeah. And if you want to work with us or if you just want to see what we're up to, you can find out everything you need to know at sbpace.com. And I do mean everything you need to know. 
Don't forget to download and rate this podcast. Subscribe and give us a review. See? My part. And you can do that on both podcasts, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And Spotify, as we said, yeah. Reach out to us about any topics you might want us to cover, if you have any questions, uh, if you want to be a guest, etc. And don't forget to check out our radio show, Defeat the Chaos, every Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. There you go. We have a book. It's called, it's a best-selling book. It is on Amazon. It's called Seriously Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. And I recently won a bet against Corey he didn't think I could sell a dozen of them in a weekend. And I literally, I'm pretty sure I sold close to 40. Thank you, Team Julie. Go buy the book. And if you've already bought it, then go back and review it. There you go. That's it for today's show. I am Corey. I am Julie. And this was BizQuick, helping small businesses across America. <laughs>